0: Hey everybody and welcome to the Foundation First Fitness Show with Bob Ako and today is episode 38 of this show and I'm actually really impressed that I actually got to 38. I didn't really think I was going to actually pass 20 and uh, well here we are rocking it hard at 38. So what I want to do is I want to go over uh, overhead pressing overhead pressing has been kind of something that I really wanted to talk about. I was just trying to, you know, put it all together, put all the pieces together and kind of line it up with what I'm doing over on my move better Monday segment, which is something you can catch on YouTube. So for those of you who are uh, listening to this on the podcast, if you head over to my channel, Boback Owen, uh, type that in the search bar and you'll be able to find my channel. I have a move better Monday segments and segment and I'm kind of going over uh, a lot of what we're doing today and a little bit more practical stuff so stuff that you can actually implement uh, yourself and things you can do to kind of improve your ability to press overhead so definitely head over there and check that out uh, and you know subscribe while you're there or whatever. Um, today I really wanted to talk about some of the things that are going to help you kind of more of the global things that you should be paying attention to and reasons why you might be struggling to press overhead and kind of give you some tips on what to do to kind of help that along and, you know, more or less improve your ability to press uh, weight over your head. It doesn't have to be crazy amounts of weight. So this isn't something that needs to be someone who's, you know, trying to put, trying to be like Hercules and lift the car over their head. You're basically just trying to lift anything over your head you're still going to want to maintain a certain amount of these really important factors and you want to make sure that they are all kind of in line and doing the right thing so that you're able to actually lift that weight or whatever that may be you know over overhead lifting and lifting weight over your head is actually very functional it's something that we do a lot throughout our day and one of the major reasons for um, injury of the shoulder in the elder population is coming directly from the ability or the inability to be able to properly press overhead and this is actually starting to really pick up in the younger population as well a lot of us are not able to press overhead we're struggling with that and we end up injuring our shoulders so you want to make sure that you're able to maintain that functional ability as much as possible the other thing you might really be into is if you're an athlete and you deal with overhead component to your sport so whether you're a crossfitter and you're trying to press weight over your head uh your volleyball players your arms or uh your arms are often right over your head you want to be able to have some kind of structural stability in that shoulder and overhead pressing is going to really help with that so there's a couple of things that you really want to pay attention to when you are pressing overhead and the three biggest uh, problems or complaints I usually get from clients or athletes that have come in and spoken with me about overhead pressing or shoulder issues or some kind of combination of those two is one they generally feel a little bit of pressure in their spine Uh, and so basically when they're lifting their weight up overhead once it starts getting a little bit heavy they start noticing that their spine starts to compress a bit they start feeling a little bit of pressure on that spine some pinching pain so that's one of the main things that I'm usually going to hear the second one is that it's usually coming from someone who's unable to really ramp up that weight anymore you know they've they feel like they've gotten through that first little chunk and then all of a sudden now they're stuck and they've basically been floating around that same weight regardless of what they've done so there's a couple of things you might want to adjust that's actually going to help for that as well and third is someone's watched you someone's seeing you and someone's noticing that your technique is just off so whether your elbows are flailing out to the side or your arms are not actually coming straight up over your head they're actually a little bit tilted in front of you so you're kind of pushing up more at an angle so like an incline press as opposed to a shoulder press and ending you know arms vertical right over your head So the couple of solutions are based on a couple of factors and three main areas that I'm going to be looking at uh, depending on, which person i'm dealing with obviously but for the majority of cases these three components are going to be the three probably going to make up about 90 percent of the cases i've ever dealt with someone with someone that is dealing with any one of those three major problems so feeling pressure in the spine not able to lift up enough weight or just noticing that their technique is just plain off which could basically arise in any of those first two um The solution, the first thing I'm gonna do is I'm gonna look at the core position, right? Core position is going to dictate where that weight is overhead. So essentially the core is like a a major chunk of your entire structure. So if you would imagine, you know, we take a big building and we take out a chunk of the middle and it starts being very flimsy in the middle, it's gonna be really hard for us to put or stack excessive amounts of weight on the top without the whole thing toppling over or is losing some structure uh, structural rigidity and actually breaking apart that main that component that's a little bit weak so that if you would, core area of that building. So the same thing holds true for you. If you're trying to press weight over your head and your core is not stable, you're very likely gonna be walking into a situation where you're not gonna be able to control that weight from swaying around. And so what'll happen is that is where uh, a lot of individuals will feel that pinching in their spine And so what'll happen is they'll either not be able to lift it or they'll feel that pinching because their body's trying to go and demand more from their kind of their structure, which is their spine. So they're going to try to compress and use the joints to kind of stabilize that section of your body so that you can keep the weight overhead. Now, you don't want to be doing that. So if you do feel pinching in your back, the first thing you want to do is understand whether your core is actually able to stabilize and then work your way up from there so what i would tell you is a great exercise to do for that would be something like a dead bug and understanding that if you can actually put your legs out straight and cross pattern basically press up with the other arm and what that's going to do is if you can understand a dead bug if you don't know what that is you can google it it's basically lying on your back uh, hands up in the air feet up in the air knees bent actually and you're basically going to be dropping your right leg to touch the ground and left arm up to touch the ground above your head so you're going to be going legs kick down arm is coming up and the other two base the other two arm and the other arm and the other leg are staying staying put they don't move so if you were able to do that, that's going to be one of the first places you're going to want to start. And what that's doing is that's allowing you to try to maintain a nice stable position of your core. So when you are doing that exercise, it's really vital to make sure that your hip and your core doesn't shift around. You don't want any bending. You don't want any adjusting of a pos- of your position of your core. You want it to all really stay stable. That way you're going to know that if you are trying to press over your head and you're not able to maintain that on the ground when you go to press weight over your head the exact same thing is going to be happening for sure your body is going to start arching back because you don't have that ability to control it so you're going to be relying more on your spine the second thing that could be happening is that your thoracic spine so your upper portion of your spine so basically from about the rib cage bottom of the rib cage area up to about your your collarbone area Anything in that area on your back, basically on your spine, could be uh, limited in movement. So what I mean by that is because we spend a lot of time sitting at our desk, rounded over at the shoulders and hunched over, we lose the ability to extend back and get a nice straight spine. So if we can't extend at the back, what we're at the upper back, what we're going to be doing is going to get it from the lower back. So we're going to be hunched forward here extending at the lower back, and that's gonna cause pinching at the back. Now, if we try to avoid the pinching at the back when we round forward, what we're gonna do is we're actually gonna run into an inability to get our arms straight over our head because we can't bring it back any further because we don't have that ability of extending the back and staying nice and tall and getting into that nice posture so if you can understand if you hopefully you can follow what I'm saying is essentially you've got to be able to pull your spine out of that tight position so one of the ways to do that is to do some kind of uh, mobility drill or um, essentially some kind of foam rolling or some tissue release along the upper spine so that you can create some extension or basically some straightening of that uh thoracic spine to that upper back portion you can do this with a foam roller you could put a foam roller on the ground so it's going let's say it's going horizontally you're going vertically uh and what you're doing you're basically lying perpendicular over it i don't want to say perpendicular because you never know if someone actually remembered that term but uh basically you're going to cross that roller and what you're going to do is you're going to basically just rock back over it and gradually bring it up your spine so you're constantly rocking over it now i want to make A little point here Uh, rocking and rolling over your spine is not exactly uh, for everybody some people may notice a little bit more tension you may create more issues if you do that so I wouldn't recommend everyone do it it is an option, but I would definitely get yourself checked out. If you are going to do that before you do that, make yourself, make sure that you're checking, getting checked out by either a therapist that's going to be able to tell you if it's good or your strength coach that might be there. That's going to tell you if you are able to do it or not. So I wouldn't just jump into it because you may end up hurting yourself more. If you have a rotative vertebrae, if you have some issues or some problems going on there, this is not for everyone. This is for a select number of people. Uh, If you are just looking to maybe just kind of release that tissue, what you can do is you can take a lacrosse ball and you're gonna use some tape and basically tape two lacrosse balls together and what that's going to create is basically like a uh, a peanut kind of structure and your spine is going to fit right in between those two balls and what you're going to do is just roll this up and down your back by putting your back up against the wall and just kind of half squatting and rolling your back so that's going to help kind of release a little bit of that tension there and then you can do some boot exercises we're basically putting crossing your legs reaching overhead getting some mobility work for that spine to kind of extend the third thing you're going to want to do is check to see if your shoulder and basically your shoulder blades so that that kind of triangular bone that sits on both sides of your spine you're going to you're going to want to make sure that that bone is traveling and rolling around and moving up and down and gliding and translating really well on your back If there's any limitation or if there's any lack of movement or if there's any misfiring or poor movement or poor glide or over translation or inability to move, anything in that respect will cause you to not be able to lift overhead because your body is not in a position to be stable. So your brain is almost going to cut that signal off and stop you from going into that area because it knows that if you do it, you're going to get hurt. So... Something like a shoulder tendonitis can come from a lot of pressing in the wrong position and excessively pressing in the wrong position for for that matter. So, what you need to do is before you start really jumping into that pressing overhead, you want to make sure that you get a nice amount of movement, amount of spine movement. So, what you can do for that to make sure that you are pressing overhead properly is do almost like a, a a wall slide so essentially you're going to take your hands the outside of your hands here you're gonna press it up against the wall so you're gonna be facing the wall you're gonna be a couple of inches off the wall and from here what you're gonna do is maintain pressure and at the same time maintain that core pressure maintain that spine position and from here you're pressing straight up over your head and then coming back down and you're applying a little bit of pressure forward and what that's gonna do is that's gonna help kind of lock in those muscles of the shoulder blade so it allows it not of the shoulder blade around the shoulder blade that are going to allow it to smooth be kind of glide smoothly as you bring your arms straight up and straight down that's one of the exercises you can do and obviously what you can do is grab Uh, an elastic, basically a nice tubing elastic in front of you, straight arms, and allow yourself to open those arms and pull your arms away from each other so your body's going to look like a T, which is why we call it an elastic T because your body looks like a T at the end of it. And you're controlling it. Make sure to slowly control it back on the way back in in front of you. So if you notice, what I did was I started with core so I started from the ground moved up to my spine and moved out to my shoulder so that I can make sure that if you're covering all three of those points and you're really just trying to sweep the whole thing and not kind of almost educatedly guess if you would which area is your problem and you just kind of sweep it you could really sweep the whole thing very quickly I mean you doing a dead bug and a buddha and some extensions overall really that's not going to take all that much time up you know that might add like your that might add about three to five minutes to your entire warm-up routine or your entire preparation and activation routine that's going to allow you to press overhead so why not just do it you're going to need it anyway so i would recommend going from step one step two to step three running through it every single day seeing if that helps again this may not help everyone this doesn't mean that everyone's dealing with one of these three issues these are just the more likely causes but if you are struggling with any of that overhead pressing and you have tried these three and you're not finding any resolution to it definitely get that checked out and all it could be is that you know one of the exercises that i recommended for you might just be a little bit too advanced or it might be too easy and you might need a little bit more so it really depends from person to person i wouldn't freak out if one of these three X if one of these three solutions doesn't work because a little tweak in any one of these three can change the whole game for you so Try them out and definitely let me know what you guys think. I would love to hear back from you guys on this because I think overhead pressing is one of those things that a lot of individuals are struggling with and could easily make up a lot of ground and make some drastic improvements, take some really big strides by simply implementing these three things. All right, guys. Thank you very much for listening. If you are watching this on YouTube, hit subscribe. If you guys are watching this on the pod, or, sorry, listening to this on the podcast, thank you very much. I hope you have a great rest of your day to all of you, and I will see you guys next time. And until that next time, keep building that foundation. Take care, guys. For more fitness tips, tricks, and ideas, follow me on Instagram, Facebook, and YouTube at Babak Owen. That's B A B A K O W E N. Music. For the Foundation First Fitness Show provided by Beware of Darkness, you can find them on Spotify and iTunes.